Hey guys, welcome back to Balding the Beard, episode five, part two. We're gonna dive in right now. So you were talking off air that you wanted to touch base on a topic today that we don't usually touch base on. Well, yeah, we're we're, <laughs> we're probably rarely ever going to touch base on tennis. Tennis, um, but some historical shit happened today, right? Yeah, Nadal won his. It was either today or yesterday. I think it might have been yesterday. Um, he won his 12th French Open, which is fucking Boom, pretty awesome. Um, he's Where does that put him in history? I was just trying to look that up. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I want to say that's probably the most French Opens. Um, he has... Good on clay. That's what they always say. <laughs> he has the fourth most career match wins in the Open era. Um Wow. Yeah, 12 French Opens. He's won 18 Grand Slams. So, I mean, he's... I don't know where he is on the uh, on the list. Right now, he's currently number two in the world in singles, but... Behind who? You know, Djokovic? I, I have no idea, dude. <laughs> I don't... Yolovich... Jo- I don't know. That sounded no. like a joke. I don't want to. I don't want to dive too far into tennis because I don't know. Oh, Jokovic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Novak. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, Who dude, knows? There it is. Andy Murray's good. I don't yeah, know. He's all right. Federer. Federer is fucking old, but yeah, he's I mean, still he's so old. good. He's still like rocking it though. He is. He's still really good. Um, him and Nadal playing is always a really good matchup. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's it, man. I don't really yeah. want to talk anymore about tennis because tennis is fucking kind of boring. Yeah, and shout out it to... Is the, it is funny hearing the fucking the grunts, though. Yeah. Just, they're uh, just... Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, you get some... And the women make f- uh, yeah. some pretty ridiculous noises as well. Sh- and that's a good set. We had to shout out to the Women's World Cup going on. I think our ladies are doing pretty well. Yeah, we got a re- so we got a review on our uh, on Thank our iTunes that, page from from Limburg sixty nine. Subject line is "Go Bucks." Not relevant, uh, but <laughs> apparently he's a Bucks fan. Um, so he's like, "Yeah, wonderful show," but I just wish they would talk about women's sports some more. So here you go, man. We'll talk about the Women's World Cup just yeah. a little bit and. Uh, that will be our little segue into women's sports. So yeah, thanks for so the review, and here you go. The Women's World Cup was dominated on the first day by the French yeah. winning 4 nothing. Yeah, it's looking like the, the French could, uh, could really make some noise. I 100% agree. It just seems like the French and our girls look good um, coming off that good first win. Got to get the page out, dude. It's hard to find this. I'm just going to pull up the bracket. Um, nice okay. It says to be determined. So we're just, we're not even in the round of 16 yet? No, no dude, we're, we're not. Holy shit. Play. We're in group play still. Okay. So, um, yeah, France is leading. No, they're tied with Norway for three points. Yeah, that's what I see here, too. Um, and then England Spain, just beat Germany. Scotland today. Same with Italy beating Aust- uh, Australia. Brazil still is number one in the world right now, beating Jamaica three nothing. You know what's cool about Brazil is they have uh, which one is it? Formiga, forty-one-year-old um, fucking player. She's in her Damn. like twelfth World Cup or some shit. Wow, no shit. 
I, that could be wrong as far as how many, but I know she's old as fuck. <laughs> yeah. But it's really cool. Um, That's fucking awesome, man. Um, yeah, man. Wow, France. France really, really looks like the runaways in their own country. Uh, New Zealand plays the Netherlands on Tuesday, the 11th. Monday, it's Argentina versus Japan. Vegas has Japan winning, but just by barely one nothing. Yeah, they haven't even played yet. They're in Canada. that in that group. So there's there's a couple of groups that haven't played any games yet. Canada, Cameroon tomorrow. Vegas has Canada winning, but by only one goal. They're plus two. On Tuesday, New Zealand takes on the Netherlands, Sweden, Chile, U.S. versus Thailand. We should take that one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, U.S. It's a tough group with the Netherlands and Sweden. It, no, the Group F is uh, Sweden, U.S., Chile, and Thailand. Oh, okay. I see it now. I see it now. Yeah, Netherlands, Canada, New Zealand, Sweden's Cameroon. Sweden's definitely our biggest uh, challenge in that. For sure. Um, but I, I think uh, the U.S. will make it out of group play just fine, uh, hopefully. Yeah, I would agree. I, I haven't done a whole lot of research, but I know, I know they got a strong team. I know China's trash. <laughs> China is trash. China is trash on the street. That's what I heard. I love it. One of my friends brought up, somebody was talking about, you know, World Cup, and they're like, oh, yeah, fucking... Uh, but he was like, yeah, France looks really good. They could probably dethrone the U.S. And other buddy was like, uh, not if Mia Hamm has anything to say about it. <laughs> like, um, yeah, she's not playing, guy. Uh, yeah, that's a little old. She is done. Definitely not relevant anymore. Oh, my God, that's fucking awesome. Um, Did you see the article on ESPN about Hope Solo? So Hope Solo is the shamed old goalie of the women's national team. Mm-hmm. And she went after their coach, saying she's like a coward and backs away from big moments, and it was just some out of control. Damn. Yeah, going hard, dude. Right before Cat they fight. played their first game. And this is still their current coach. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't really know a whole lot about the team. I'm familiar a little bit with Alex Morgan, Megan yeah. uh, Rapinoe. Like, she's, I know she's really good. Yeah, and she's been kind of a mainstay on the team for sure. But, yeah, so, you know, I, I, I think U.S. will make it out of group play. Mallory Puig or whatever her name is, she was in that article on ESPN. She's like the next coming of soccer in the United States. All right. I think we should move on. I think that's about all. I think all. that's and, our and obscure sports of the we, week. We needed to bring up a couple of random sports here ESPN, and there. ESPN, the Ocho. F&A, Cotton. F&A. <laughs> so let's move on to the Major League Baseball. It is summer. We need to get our heads around that. You know what, man? If What's you, up, if man? If you don't mind, because this game could be over, can we briefly touch on uh, NHL? Because... It was game six or five, six, six, six. Um, I just want to see if this game's over because it was in the third. Boston Bruins won. and I had, I had I had Bruins winning tonight, taking it to to a game seven. Game seven. So I still got the, still sticking with the Blues. 
Bills take them with the Blues taking it all. Okay, so that's we don't need to touch on NHL. That's hockey. That's it. That's our that's our hockey talk. Boom. All right, Major League <laughs> Baseball. My first thing I want to touch base with is the question I want to pose to you: Are half the divisions really over? By with the Dodgers, Astros, and Twins all up respectively by nine or more points, more games. If this goes into July still standing like this, do you really see any other team catching them? Not in those divisions, no. On the um, AL West, NL West, or Central. NL Central? Yeah, no, I mean, I really thought the, the Indians were going to turn it around, and I didn't think, I mean, I said this way back when we recorded episode one and didn't use yeah. any of the you know audio talking about baseball that I did not think, the twins were going to sustain this. I'm fucking very wrong. They are sustaining it. So yeah, they yeah really if are. it goes really into July, pitching. they will definitely take that division. I think the same with the with the Dodgers. Unfortunately, agreed. And then Astros was the other one. Astros, yeah. Astros are still up by Astros nine and a half. Astros are fucking games. unreal right now. They twins look are up really by ten. Good. Their pitching is really good right now. And same with um, what Ryu. Oh, my from, God. From Ryu Dodgers. is insane. Yeah, so he's pitching really well right now. Yeah, dude, he's pitching historic, actually, right now. DeGrom had a historic year last year of pitching 1.70 ERA, but Ryu's pitching 1.65 and is on pace to, to pitch 1.63 by the end of the year if he stays on this pace. That is unbelievable. That is pretty wild. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, right now, how can the Dodgers just luck out like this all the fucking time, man? Yeah, right now, Colorado eleven games back, yeah. Diamonds back eleven. It's nine or more points. I um, mean, if this goes into July like this, man, it is over in almost half the divisions in the Major League Baseball. I mean, Texans are the closest out of those three at nine and a half. Yeah. Cleveland's ten and a half. So um, rough. yeah, so those three divisions are. Yeah, that's that's they're they're close to done, man. They're pretty close to being done. I mean, Yankees. Every Rays other division close. looks pretty fucking close. Yeah, man. the Braves are gonna catch. The Braves are one game behind right now. Um, and then I saw something. Jay Bruce, it, through his first four games, fucking went crazy for the Phillies. I didn't see that. Yeah. Um. It was like. I'm clicking on the Phillies yeah, right I'm now. I find that, actually, because I saw it. I was just watching highlights, and I was like, oh, shit, Jay Bruce. Um, yeah, he had apparently really, really played really, really well yeah, for the, the past. Hit. Wow. Article on uh, Cincinnati.com. Jay Bruce visits. It's a, a two-run slam. Um, I'm trying to find that stat, though. He like for his, whatever he he just he's been playing really well for them. So I think that was a good trade for them. Jay uh, Bruce hits fourth homer in the past five games for the Phillies. Yeah, that's from ESPN.com. So yeah, he has been playing out of his mind for them. Wow. So not bad, not bad. I think not that a was a good trade, man. I mean, I think the Phillies them. are doing the right thing. You were you were spot on with that. You know how I feel about the Phillies. Yeah, and I don't care about them either. But I mean, they do look pretty good. But fucking. Um, Braves are right there, right behind yeah. them. And then who who did they just uh, – Keigel? Yep. Dallas? So, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's transition into how do you feel the Braves getting Keigel – oh, no, Kimbrel and uh, – No, the Braves didn't get Kimbrel. 
Cubs got Kimbrel. Yeah. Um, Keuchel going to the Braves and Kimbrel going to the Cubs. Yeah. Both of their divisions are really tight. Yeah. The Brewers and the Phillies. It's it's flipped. Now the, the Cubs are on top um, yeah. only because they have the tiebreaker over the Brewers. Um, and St. Louis is only five and a half games back. So, you know, they're they're still there. Uh, we'll see what's going on in the wild card right here. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so I'm getting off subject. I, I don't know how I feel about that, man. I mean, the Cubs, that was a great move for them. Yeah. Um, it was a great move for, they needed for the Braves. to sure up a starter for sure. I'm, I'm happier for the Braves than I am for the Cubs. I don't really yeah. give a shit about the Cubs. Um, you know, I'm, I'm from Georgia. So like if I had to ever pick another team or like an NL team, the Braves would like hands down be that team. Yeah. But I'm, that. I'm a, I'm a Tigers fan. I just used to go to games when I was a kid, you know, as yeah. a, Living in Georgia, but um, so I think I'm they were both fan. really, really good pickups for both those teams as well. I just think baseball has an imbalance right now. I mean, the wild card race is going to be kind of the only thing to watch for some of these teams, especially my boys. My prediction of the uh, Rockies going all the way is getting slimmer and slimmer. But I loved your idea. Uh, we talked off air about doing the last ten. So, and I'm trying to find that. Yeah, if you, um, I found it on MLB. Yeah, I might just have to switch to my phone because sometimes, like, it's, just it's so much easier sometimes. to filter. Yeah. So the last ten in the NL East, the Nationals have been surging, winning seven of the last three. Yeah. I, I thought that was cool. Um, man, in the NL Central, the Cubs and Brewers have both respectively won six and seven games out of the last seven, out of the last ten. Um, Houston has the best record right now, I think, yeah. out of the last 10. They are 8-2. and two. Uh, Dodgers are tied with them at 8-2. and two. Are they? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's no surprise um, yeah, as far as, that. like, the good teams. Um, your Rockies, 6-4. and four, Diamondbacks, 6-4. and four. Uh, Milwaukee, 7-3. and three, But, you know, the Cubs took over that division. Twins six and four, 19 and nine home record. They haven't even lost double digits at home. Only the Astros and I think the Dodgers are the only other teams that have had that good a defense. Yeah, but they still have the best differential. Oh, wow. Dodgers are 109 and the uh, Astros are 90 plus 97. Wow. So, yeah, wow. Minnesota at plus 112. They're, um, their defense, they're pitching, they're shutting people down apparently, and they're crushing home runs. They're yeah. they're just they're fucking people up right now. They're nineteen and nine at home, twenty four and twelve away. Yeah, wow. So so they're looking pretty unreal. Twenty one um, and thirteen for the Astros away as well. More than likely going to take that division. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately. Twenty one and twelve for the Yankees. I mean Oh God! On the other side of it, on the on the on the minus. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh, my Tigers look real bad. Yeah, the wow. only team that has a worse differential than the Tigers right Ooh, now yeah, is Baltimore. Are... Baltimore has wow. a, a negative one twenty four, and Detroit has a negative one oh nine. We fucking look terrible. Ooh, they did yeah. beat the Twins one game, but whatever. The Royals have only won two games out of the last ten. Yeah, they're two. <laughs> they're two and eight. 
Toronto's two and eight. Oh, so that's another man. part of the, the last ten. Yeah, that we should touch on. Yeah, for those, real. So those are the two in the last ten Woo. that have had the worst. Uh, Pittsburgh three and seven. But yeah, two and eight for Kansas City and two and eight for Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, wow. So the Raptors are doing good, but the other Toronto team not looking so hot right now. Yeah. I mean, man. So you sticking with your prediction with the Cardinals? I, I still think they're going to make a wild card. Yeah. Because because that's fortunately that division's still pretty close. I yeah. think that they're close enough. Fuck, I don't know. They would have to pass either Milwaukee or you can't have two teams from the same division in the well i guess it doesn't really matter right no it doesn't really matter yeah, it doesn't matter the, the matter rules have changed now that okay. it's not uh one from each okay so milwaukee no, it, and it could the be Cardinals. whatever yeah it's just the two top teams okay good good so milwaukee and who uh, well right now i mean you know milwaukee's over st louis in that division mm-hmm. with chicago at the top so it's like they would have to would have to really probably surpass one of these but i mean like i said they're only five and a half games back man i still think it's going to go down to boston and indians in the wild card playoff in the american league <sighs> indians are ten and a half back though now dude yeah man i mean they'd have to play their in the american league off. boston for sure yeah they're just well dude i mean boston's seven games behind tampa right now yeah, the Rays. So you got to put that in the factor. Totally. But the Rangers are nine games behind the Astros. I know, but I'm saying, like, how many? There's only two wild cards. There's only one wild card game per league, right? Yep. Okay. So if New York takes a division and Tampa Bay's seven games ahead, then Tampa Bay is going to get that other and the, wild card yeah, spot. So it'd be and Tampa so then Bay. it will be down to Boston and whoever else for that second yeah, the spot. Indians. That second spot. No, dude. Well, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, probably. You're probably the, right because the Texans. I mean, even though they're only nine and a half back, they'll probably slip a little bit, and we're both I expecting would the Indians to pick it up a little bit. That's what I was going off of. You're, you're right. Okay, so between that second spot, it's between Boston. Probably going to be between. It's either going to be Boston or Cleveland, and Cleveland fighting for it, or Tampa Bay and Cleveland fighting for it. But, ten, but depending on what happens. Yeah, I mean, with I that have American League East division. Exactly. I have the American League East. It would be Texas, Boston, Cleveland. The, everyone who's grouped at the top of the American League wild card is Tampa Bay, Texas, Boston, Cleveland. Yeah. With Oakland a far fifth, Chicago, L.A., Angels above, and then your Detroit Tigers, Toronto, Kansas City, Baltimore. Yeah, Tigers are so bad. And then in the National League, for the wild card, I have Milwaukee at the top because they're just basically tied. Then Atlanta, Colorado with two and a half games behind Atlanta, Arizona, San Diego, New York Mets. St. Louis is all the way down that far right now in the wild card. Yeah, yeah, they are. But it's Four fine. games back. But it's fine. Uh, your boys are only two and a half games back. Yeah, I think that's our only chance, but it's so... I think San Diego, it's really good, I don't know, a good line to look at, like, away wins, and they've only lost 13 games in the row. They've won almost 19, 20 games. 
on the road. So and yeah, they've been they've shitty. lost more games at home. San Diego has than than away. Yeah, exactly. So I just feel like that's a good indicator that that team's going to be pretty good down the stretch. It's true. And we're just. You know, we're 20, but I I don't know. So basically, that's... I think you're right, man. I think it's mainly going to be watching that wild card for the second half of the season, really, because once it gets into July, if it's how it is now, it's a few of those divisions are going to be pretty much wrapped up. Yeah, I thought that was pretty staggering. That, like, almost half of of Major League Baseball was already almost decided at this point. All right. All right. So we finish up on. Uh, I mean, that's, that's pretty much baseball. I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say about baseball right now. Oh, yeah. I don't really have anything else to say besides the. I want to touch base just very briefly about the girl getting hit by a foul ball. And do we do the netting around the stadium? What do you feel? I don't know, man. I mean,. I feel like this has been happening more often lately in the past yeah. few years. And my opinion on it is I really don't think the season ticket holders, the people that pay the money to sit in those first few rows, you know, down the sideline and shit like that are really going to, they're probably going to fight for it not to happen. Yeah. Um, my thing is I just, dude, I really think like, there should be designated areas. Like if you're going to take your kids or you're going to take people that aren't going to be like really paying attention to the game and stuff like that, because all of what it ultimately comes down to is like, if you're not paying attention, you don't have a glove or you don't have any way to like any kind of reaction time. It is very dangerous. But, um, I just think, man, like if you're taking your kids, there's, there's gotta be certain areas where you shouldn't be able to sit where it's like, if the mm. exit velocity in this area is that bad to where it could seriously, mm. seriously fucking hurt someone, maybe it's kind of your, you know, sit there at your own risk type thing. Yeah. But it is, it is tragic. I'm not like, I'm not trying to downplay what happened. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. But dude, it's just like the baseball purists are there's just this more and more we're working towards like having fucking robotic umpires and just you know doing the analytics and shit like that and not you know the the little the pitch uh computer you know mm, you, yeah, know, you know what i'm talking box. about man I, I all that stuff i just about. i don't know I, my my personal opinion is i don't think it's gonna happen yeah but who knows i i look to the evidence of what the hockey what of what hockey did after that girl passed away that's and putting I the feel like that's up. fucking different dude I feel like that definitely had to be there because it's a smaller area plus a hockey puck is fucking harder than a baseball yeah but a baseball is pretty fucking hard it's pretty hard it's pretty hard but I don't know I mean Dude, it doesn't fucking really matter. I yeah. think as long as it doesn't impact the game, I would probably be pissed if I paid a shit ton of money to sit in a certain seat and they put a net up right in front of my face. Yeah. Um, I would be pretty pissed. I think they should at least compensate those people somehow if they're going to be doing that because do that's you, they're paying half the money they're paying for is for the view. Yeah. How do you 
How do you feel about a retractable one of when it goes, you know, when the batter comes up, it basically comes up and down? I think that would be more annoying than it more just annoying. being there. Yeah, that would be yeah. annoying as fuck. Watching it come up and down. Yeah, I would, that, would drive me, down. that would drive me insane. Yeah, there's got to be a compromise. I agree. I mean, that's if somebody dies, it's going to be Ultimately, there's got to be a compromise. Yeah. There's going to be some kind of change. I, I made a joke, I was, um, you know, and it, <laughs> it I think it'd be more of a hazard than a solution, but put they should put little explosive devices inside of the balls with the tracker, and when it hits a certain zone, it explodes, and then a bunch of confetti comes out of it. <laughs> nice. I like that. But that just, you know, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think that's it about baseball. We kind I, of agree. I think I think we should switch to digital balls. And it's, well, we should just play Madden. Let's just yeah, let's just switch to video games. I don't know, man. Like yeah, so that's that's about all yeah. I got to say about baseball. For sure. Um. All right. Do we want to? We've been on the air now for an hour and thirty-five minutes. Do we want to touch base on the NFL very quickly? If we do, I want to do one topic. I think, Are you good with one topic? I mean, I think we have time. We probably got to, we can edit a little bit. There's yeah. going to be a little little space there to edit. So totally. We like to keep it closer to an hour and a half. The last one was kind of short, around an hour. Um, so I think we can go a little bit over. Let's talk, let's talk some NFL. Cool. So I'm thinking we talk about, first, I want to talk about the rumor or the recording of. Roger Goodell talking about extending the um, season to two more games, eliminating the preseason. How do you feel? Eliminating two games from the preseason. Yeah. Not completely. Not completely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, I just wanted to clear that up. Yeah, two preseason games gone, and then adding another wild card game, basically. Wild card week. Okay, so now I'm confused because I thought it was two games that he said. Now we're talking. Yeah, and then he added. Well, oh, they already so added the regular, wild card game. So one, two less preseason games, one regular, regular season game, and one extra postseason game. I, I don't know what are the specifications of this. I didn't hear this. Um, the the recording was just about adding two. Um, regular season games. Okay, so two regular season yep. games. All right. Well, you mentioned something about a wild card, so I was confused. I'm confused on what the actual... Two games. Okay. Taking two preseason, adding two regular season. Yes. I like it. If that's what they're actually talking about Do you think the doing, players can I do like it? it? Get it done. Would Before the, players the do season it? starts this season? No, no, no. This is like 2022, oh, so to, 2023. Yeah, I was about to 20. say, no, absolutely not. I just don't think the the players union is going to let that happen unless they actually have guaranteed contracts at this point. I mean, why do you think? Because mostly in those two games that they're taking away, the starters aren't really playing anyways. Yeah, the starters so aren't really want playing more money because they're going to be playing two extra games. Yeah, that they have to play at a full speed. That could be far more dangerous than playing like your one run out on a preseason game. I don't know, man. These motherfuckers already make so much money. I just yeah. think, uh, yeah, I mean, the Players Union, of course, they're going to try to get more money. 
because the ultimately two more regular season games is going to mean more money for the franchises, more money for the owners. So yeah, I, I mean, don't blame them. I don't blame them for game. wanting that. But I think if they can't come to some kind of agreements, I think that's just like, come on, make it work out somehow because I like that. I mean, yeah. preseason's fucking bullshit. The only, the, to me, the only purpose preseason, uh, the only purpose of preseason is to like cut your roster down, to give some of your younger players and and like walk-ons and uh, fucking yeah, find your, scout you, your team. free agents and your fucking draft picks. You got to see what they're made of, and then you got to cut your roster size down. Yeah. I think other than that, the preseason's fucking useless. You like gotta find it's useless. You really don't get to see what a team really is going to look like. No. And no starter ever wants to play a preseason game. No. Very, very little. Um, you know, the fans are stoked on it when they come out there and you play for a few minutes, but it's just bullshit. It's like an exhibition game. Yeah. So I mean, It's like a bowl I, game. I think that is more of a risk. I mean, yeah, they're not playing at full speed, like you said, but it's just like, dude, they get out there and they get hurt in preseason. It's like, fuck, what was the point? What was the fuck? It meant nothing. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Or it's like, why are people sitting out with bowl games now? Because you don't want to get hurt before you go to the NFL. They're meaningless games. Yeah, well, I'll... Yeah, pretty much. You don't want to get hurt in the Tostitos Bowl. Okay, there's... the Tostitos Cup. I agree with you, and I don't want to dive too far into that. (laughs) There are, I mean, as a... I'm a a pretty big college football fan. Yeah, I know you are. I mean, if it's Sugar Bowl, Rose Bowl, if it's like a, if it's like a actual bowl game, yeah, it's great. Um, you know, and the way you know you're playing in the playoff, yeah, you don't sit. But I, I wasn't really mad at DeAndre Baker from Georgia wanting to sit because I mean they didn't fucking. I can't even remember who they played UCF maybe or somebody, but yeah, and the, or the kid from Stanford he plays for the Card uh, Carolina now. Um, Murray, Kyler Murray. No, Stanford. Oh, for who does he play? Uh, he plays for uh, oh, Carol- oh, oh, you're talking. You're talking about the fucking blonde running back kid. Yeah. Um, Chris, uh, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah. yeah he uh, basically sat at the bowl game that uh, Stanford went to. Yeah, and you know that's fine. I understand yeah. that. I can get that, especially if you're a first round fucking draft pick. If you're a first-round draft pick, you know you're going to be a first-round draft pick. Yeah, it's pointless. Yeah. The school didn't do anything. You're you're going to you only played for a couple years, three years, you know, maybe. You know, it's like how much does the school really do for you? It's not worth fucking, like, trying to go out there and play your ass off in a bowl game that doesn't mean anything just for the fans and for the school and risk your career. Yeah. And, and yeah, and that's, I mean, and that's a good comparison to the way the preseason is. Cause the games really don't mean shit. Like yeah. they don't, they mean nothing. Just um, like a good segue to OTAs. Do you, how do you feel when veteran players do not show up to OTAs? Oh God. Okay. Well right now, Darius Slay and Harrison for the lions are holding out cause they want more money. Cause they saw how much money they paid Trey flowers and a couple of other people. So I don't know, man. Like it's, Chris it's, Harris Jr. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. I, I like, you know, I, I, I get it when players don't show up, but at the same time, it's like, fuck, you're just like, you're kind of being 
a big baby. You're being selfish. You're not being a team player by not yeah. showing up to be with the rest of your team and to like better the team. It's just you're 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 hurting the team right now by just yeah. holding out and being like, well, you know, I'm I'll pay that eighty thousand dollar fine or whatever the fuck it is. It's pretty big. I think for not showing up is like, I want to say it's like eighty four thousand, and they're just like, well, yeah, we'll pay it. We'll hold out. Yeah, and it's just I get it. But it's just, fuck, man. It's all about money. It's more about money than anything. Yeah, OTAs, like the voluntary stuff, it, I don't really care if a veteran who's already signed the deal, like a Von Miller, not showing up. But when you're holding out, like, from minicamp and from doing things like that, that always is way more detrimental than it is positive. It, it just shows that you are just so out for yourself. I mean, Demarius Thomas did it to us. A lot of different people have done it to the Broncos in the past couple of years, and it's it's lame, man. It's definitely hard, but I get those skill positions. It's not like a quarterback who, you know, is pretty set in his contract for a while. You yeah. got to earn that shit. And and uh, and I know you know what I said is different than what you're saying. Like veteran players, yeah, if they're already the contract's good and all that. Um, it's more about prolonging health, probably. Yeah. So exactly. did Von Miller not show up, or was that just an example? He didn't. He didn't show up. Oh, okay. This year, he Von Miller didn't show up. Um, a couple linemen didn't show up this year. Um, Derek Wolf didn't show up, but th- but I'm okay with that because Derek Wolf and Von Miller have played for almost a decade together. Nine years. I mean, I, those aren't the guys who I'm really worried about. And then when minicamp comes around, they'll be there. So, Yeah. I'm not too worried about it, but it does suck. I mean, Chris Harris Jr. is holding out right now because he's probably one of the top eight corners in the league, and he's getting paid chump change right now, and John Elway has to go out and say some dumb shit. I mean... OTAs are always fun, right? <laughs> There's always something that comes out about your team that's like, what the fuck? But at least uh, we're not the Steelers of last year. Yeah, they're a mess. Uh, they were a yeah. mess last year. Who knows, man? Um, are, when, are they, when do they announce who's going to be the Hard Knocks team? Uh, soon. I know, soon. I, know, good, I, know, um, I know Lions are definitely they, on the uh, list. There's certain teams that can't deny it. Yeah, there's like well, there's like a list of like yeah, five teams totally. that if they get picked, they have. It was to like do the Forty Niners, something. Yeah, Forty Niners definitely one of them. Um, maybe Tampa Bay Lions for sure. There we go. Hard Knocks NFL two thousand three days ago. Which teams are eligible? So it looks like San Francisco, Detroit, Oakland. Washington, New York Giants. They should just do Oakland two years in a row. Yeah, for real. They're they're probably gonna hold out and do Oakland next year. Who do you got? Um, God, I just hope they don't do the Lions. Oh man, I just really hope they don't do the Lions. I don't want to see that. I I think the, the Giants. I think, never I think done they it. should do the dumpster fire in New York. Yeah, they should do the Giants because it's gonna be a fucking shit show. Totally, or they could go with the Pretty Boys in San Francisco. I just think that's gonna be boring. I think this. Yeah. I think I think the Niners would be boring. Lions would probably be pretty boring. The Raiders Redskins should would, do it. Redskins again. would be laughable. Uh, Redskins, I think, should do it next year. 
I would watch it two years in a row if it was the Raiders because I think that would be the most interesting and entertaining one. But probably I'm going to pick the Giants just because they should cover that fuck. It's just a fucking atrocity. It's it's going to be real rough, real, real rough for Giants fans. And this is coming, yeah. this is coming from a Lions fan. You guys are going to be fucking terrible this year. Yeah. Sorry, but it's true. <laughs> You're going to be awful. Uh, so Alex Smith, the good news, Alex Smith, do you remember that horrific injury? And he was like, almost lost his leg or some shit. Mm-hmm. He might actually play next year. They were thinking he was maybe not going to be able to play. Well, the Redskins, what, they got Keenum. Yeah, dude, the Case Keesum, <laughs> dude. Case Keesum. Case Keesum's going to rip it up for them, dog. They're going to be so bad, the too. The five-foot wonder of death. I hate that it's, guy. It's just going to be the Cowboys and the Eagles. It's probably, that's the Eagles' division to lose. Because yeah, th- oh I think the, I think the Redskins and the Giants are just going to be really bad. Oh, so bad. Really, really bad. Really bad. So... Yeah, that brings me to my last. I want to do two things. So Vegas has odds of Kansas City at the top to win the Super Bowl with Pats right behind them, Saints, Rams. Those are the top four teams to win the end the Super Bowl next year. I th- I out of those four, I'd take the Rams. Really? Wow. Yeah, dude. Have you seen these videos of the fucking, the way their defense is going to be really good? Yeah. Donald is just a fucking machine. Oh, man. He is is so crazy watching him practice and shit, dude. Like, he's so quick. His hands are so quick. Um, They made some good moves. I, and they're going to have a healthy Cooper Cup back. They drafted a pretty good running back. So they're probably going to do. Because yeah. um, Gurley's not going to be a workhorse. They're a little uh, bell no, cow. No, they can't you know, do it anymore. He, he can't do it. He he can't. No, he can't. Yeah, he just physically can't. He showed last year that he can't. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, Kansas City. Yeah, that's my pick. Kansas City is the um, – I'm saying, like, out of those four, that's not the obvious. Yeah, I'm saying I would agree. the Rams. Okay, um, but, I would like that. I like that. But, I mean, the Rams are NFC, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, fuck it. Uh, Rams, Chiefs, Super Bowl. Rams, Chiefs, Super Bowl. I could see it. I could see it for sure. Um, I would like to see a rematch Saints-Rams in the NFC Championship game would be pretty cool. That would be, yeah. You know? I think that would be rad after the debacle of last year. That was pretty But, awful. yeah, I mean, I want it to be Saints-Kansas City, but I would agree it wouldn't surprise me to be Chiefs-Rams. Pats are always in there. Fuck but it's the fucking, fucking NFL, Pats. man. It's Fuck like the Pats. The, the beauty of the NFL is that any team can kind of jump up. Where's, where's the Bears at on that list? The Bears, they're way down there, man. Yeah, well, don't don't tell that to my buddy Sean. He is fucking just won't shut the fuck up about how good the Bears are going to be this year. You're 19th, and my Broncos are 18th in Vegas right now to win the. I'm surprised that the the Lions are even at 19. Yeah, they should be more like 25. 
Yeah, the Dolphins yeah, are one of the, way, one of the bottom teams. Way, Dolphins, 49ers, um, Tampa Bay is down there. Those are the I only have the top, the bottom three. Miami uh, is the lowest. Yeah, there's some there's some bad ones. And Jacksonville is surprisingly twelfth. I thought they'd be higher. I don't with uh, Foles going down there. Yeah, that I defense. don't think that that I mean that definitely immediately makes them better, but I don't think it makes them like that much better. Yeah, they had they had more problems than just Blake Bortles last year. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. They, but they couldn't stay healthy. I feel like if they can... That's an issue, yeah. Yeah, you know, if they can stay healthy. All right, so I want to do the cold, hard look in the mirror there. Buddy, what is your prediction for your Lions I'm gonna, next I'm gonna, year? I'm going to let you go first. My Broncos? I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I think we are a surprising 9 and 6. We make the playoffs, lose in the wild card game. Make the playoffs. Is this based on? I think it's based on Flacco coming back. I think our defense, I mean, Flacco on our team, our offensive line seems to really be gelling. Uh, listening to 104.3 The Fan in Denver, um, Sandy Clough, who's an amazing longtime reporter there, was talking about how our offensive line is just gelling super hard with a, uh, Orlando Franklin and um, uh, Blake. Not Bortles, um, damn it, he was a first-round draft pick at left tackle. Our line's just looking really good, and I just feel that we're, you know, right there that could make the playoffs, but we're never going to get over the hump with what's-his-fucking-face. Keenum? No. <laughs> Asshole. You mean uh, Fucko? The Flacco. Oh, Fucko. Yeah, Joe Fucko. Um, yeah. Dude, okay, so I'm, I'm glad you have that much confidence in your boys. That's going to be a hard division to make the playoffs in. Yeah, totally. With Oakland, Chargers, Chargers, right? and I mean the, yeah, the, the Kansas the, the City Chiefs. Kansas City is definitely taking that division. Yeah, but I think but, we can battle it out with okay. L.A. and make that wild card. It took me a second. It took me a I know, second. I know, right? I'm like L.A. Oh yeah, fucking goddamn Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers. I hate that. It's really dumb. I hate. I've been to the San Diego Stadium though. That thing was a shit. Box, dude. Call Qualcomm? Yeah, Qualcomm? dude. You have to take sucked. a little train over to it. It's yeah, in the fucking middle of nowhere. And it it's sucks. like has the running track around it. It Fuck does suck. Off, it's old. Dude. It's really shitty. It's honestly fucking probably worse than the Coliseum. Yes, dude. The Coliseum at least has history. Yeah. Qualcomm just looks like a piece of shit. Yeah, it looks it like I'm going garbage. to a fucking mud rally. It was or garbage. Something. They took a dump when they made that stadium. Like For they real? did it. They. I, I feel like they just fucking put it together. I was like, all right, it's a big concrete stadium. Looks like shit. Cool. Yeah. We're done. Looking cool. All right, tight. Um, but yeah, no, they um, they didn't really uh, upgrade a whole lot. They're playing at no. the Galaxy's fucking stadium. and um, They can't even sell it out, dude. They can't. And, and Galaxy fans probably bring more fans out because I think they only sit 28,000 at that fucking stadium. I think that's 
like standing room only. I think it's that, less than that. Dude, it is so small, and they can't even sell it out. It's pretty sad. Because no, San Diego fans are just like, I'm not driving up for this bullshit. No. They're fucking, they don't even care anymore. They're so pissed. I would be too, city, dude. I'd be like the St. Louis Rams. The city fucked up. Those own, The owners should have put forth more money, but the city should have done what they could have to build them a stadium closer to fucking civilization. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Totally. Like at least Petco, you know, the Padres play in Gaslamp and it's a nice ass stadium and yeah, you know, people come out. Yeah, it's not, not a lot, a lot, a lot, but they're, they're playing better this year. I just think like the, the fans would have went to more games if they had a better stadium, if it was fucking closer to yeah. you know, the actual city. But San Diego has always been a bad sports city when the Clippers were it there is. and the city, what I've read and what I researched was the city just did not want in the Navy. I mean, it's a naval city too. True. Couldn't build a stadium closer. There's just not room, and they had to knock down buildings so the city wasn't going to give them tax breaks. That's a good point. To knock down those buildings, so it's hard. I I get where the owners were like, well, we can't expand. I get that part of it, too, but on the same hand, it's just as a fan and our love of being a fan, I would be so hurt. I don't know if my team left Denver, even if they became the L.A. Broncos, I just don't know... If I could really handle that. I don't know if I could be a fan after that. It's rough. Um, I've never really had to experience it. Uh, I, no, can't, I, I can't either. imagine. I mean, for St. Louis Rams fans, I mean, are oh they are they still fucking... I know the, they were the L.A. Rams before that, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah. So, so you know, it's I I know the L.A. Rams fans are stoked to have them back. Yeah. But how do the St. Louis fans feel? You know, like, oh, are they, they still do. Rams fans? Dude, it or was... Do they, or did they switch over to being a Kansas City fan? What's the closest? Yeah, that would be the... Kansas next, City, yeah. Kansas City would be the closest one, yeah. Dude, and it just... I don't know. They were the fucking greatest show on turf. Marshall Falk. Like, I remember those championships. They were amazing. St. Louis has some history there. They won championships there. That's just, that's gut-wrenching to me. I don't know. Every eight years, it's talked about, it comes around, that <coughs> Stan fucking Kroenke is going to sell my goddamn yeah, nuggets. It just it, it happens it, every year. It's the owners. It's the fucking owners, you know? It's just like, they control that shit. If my nuggets like, go to Seattle, well, if I'm going to fucking give us these tax breaks, Then we're just going to move the fucking team. Like, yeah. fuck the fans. And that's just, that's fucked. Yeah, I, dude. dude, they can't take your nuggets anywhere. That would be terrible. Dude, if they go to Seattle, that was the talk three years ago when Stan Kroenke was trying to get the L.A. Rams back to. That's another thing. Stan Kroenke owns so many teams. Yeah. Arsenal. The fucking. Uh, wow, guys, burped. A little burp there, bud. Yeah. Arsenal. The. Uh, um, Nuggets, the Avalanche, the Rapids, the Los Angeles Rams, the... I mean, he owns a lot of fucking teams. I don't think it's fuck right... These, fuck these rich motherfuckers. ...to have them... I mean, it was a talk three years ago that he was going to sell us to fucking Seattle. The Supersonics come back, and my, but, like, how do they feel about the Supersonics went to a championship, lost to... The Bulls in 96. That team was great. Sean Kemp. 
Yeah, dude. Gary Payton. Right? What yeah, that was the Gary Payton year. That team was so good. I mean, there were a lot of teams that were good in the freaking 90s that just ran up against that fucking brick wall. Uh, I was just double checking to make sure you didn't miss anything. Oh, he owns some lacrosse league bullshit yeah. too. Yeah, so fuck that guy. Look, he's got like a monopoly. He's got a stranglehold on my teams. <coughs> he could yeah, sell your, us any day. Your nuggets and your avalanche. And my abs, and your, dude. Oh, man. That's bought him from Quebec. And then we were the ABA. And then you don't care about MLL, uh, MLB, whoa, MLS, whoa, sorry. Whoa, oh, are you you're a Rapids fan? Yeah, dude. Okay, I didn't know. Season ticket holder, baby. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> when you drive over. Yeah, bro. I used <laughs> to be a season here. ticket holder back in the day. Okay. I got my season ticket okay. holder scarf. We're trash my, right now. My bad. Maybe, no, so that's why you don't really want to talk about MLS. Yeah, we're trash. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, okay. Now it all makes sense. Yeah, but I uh, drove out to... Kansas City's Royal Stadium in 2010 to see the Rapids play the Philadelphia Union in the MLS Cup, and we won it. I was living in Northern California at the time. When was that? 2010. Dope. It's fucking awesome, dude. I'm a true fan, bro. I don't know shit about MLS, man. I know... um, I know that Zaltan or whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, it is Zaltan. Did you see that crazy self-pass and bicycle kick yeah, fucking goalie? bro, had? he's the fucking that shit, shit, dude. That shit was awesome. That was really fucking cool. Zlatan. It's better when Zlatan plays Zlatan. He does, he does speak in third person, that's for sure. Zlatan is so funny. Um, wow, we are at an hour and 50 minutes. Okay, I think we're going to have to sign off and we'll end up having to edit this down Yeah, a bit. there we go. But um, What an episode, dude. This is fun, man. Yeah, man. So um, before we sign off, I, we are going to take a dab, but not on air. Yeah. But I want to give a shout out to Team Elite Genetics. Um, Gabe was nice enough to give me some diamond sauce. It's uh, some sherbet. It's fucking pretty goddamn insanely good. And I've had it, and it's strong, and that's why we did not take it beforehand. But I wanted to give them a shout-out, yes. as well as Raw Garden. And as always, go to onthewirepodcast.com. Check out both podcasts. New one's coming. We're on Google Play now. We're on Apple. Uh, yeah, rate us, subscribe, and, and you know, talk shit. Send us an email, too, at baldyandthebeardsports at gmail.com. That, uh, you know, any suggestions you have, fucking critiques, whatever. All right. Thanks so much, guys. See you soon.